Hey y'all, it's Kiara, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of For Realness Sake. Y'all, I am back again. <laughs> We're not going to talk about how long it's been. We're just going to, you know, accept me back like I never left, okay? I'm so excited for this month because I am introducing a new theme, and it's all about giving grace. Lord knows that in the past couple months, I definitely needed to give myself grace, and I'm still giving myself grace. And so I wanted to come on and see if you were giving yourself grace. And if you're not, I'm going to tell you why you need to. So I have a couple of special guests that will be joining me this month to share their stories on how they give their self grace. And my first guest's name is Tamira Jones. She is the podcast host of the podcast, As It Should Be. And her podcast is all about helping people unlearn their role in upholding a system that hurts other people. Her podcast is radical, okay? It's powerful, it's uplifting, it's empowering, and it's real. So you know, I love it. Tamira came today to talk to me about how she's giving herself grace when it comes to stereotypes, breaking generational curses, and just allowing herself to be who she is. We got a little bit off topic because, I mean, hey, Black women talking about Black women stuff? Of course. (laughs) But it was a really fun and powerful conversation, and I know that you'll enjoy it. This episode was also broadcasted on YouTube. So if you want to see our facial expressions, laugh with us, and kiki, you can go on the For Realness Sake YouTube and see us there too. Make sure you subscribe. Thank y'all so much for listening. Thank you so much for 10,000 downloads. Even in my absence, you guys were holding me down. I love you so much for that. I'll see you on the next one. Bye. It's Kiara, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of For Realness Sake. I'm so excited because I'm also recording for YouTube, so I'm trying not to look at myself, trying to stay focused. It's a lot going on, but I'm so excited to be back and recording and talking to y'all. And so good to see you, YouTube. How you doing, girl? (laughs) So this month's theme is about giving grace as you can see and i am so excited to have today's guest tamira with me to talk about giving grace hey tamira how you doing girl hey (laughs) i am good i'm good i'm excited i'm super excited i love your show Ah, so this is this is awesome thank you so much i had the opportunity to listen to your podcast as well as a matter of fact tell us about who you are girl what's your name what you doing <laughs> um, hi everybody. My name is Tamara Jones, and I am the host of the As It Should Be with Tamara Jones podcast. Yes, Tamara, <laughs> tell us about your podcast. Tell us about who you are. Anything important that you think that we should know before we jump into this conversation? Okay. All right. Well. Okay. So my show, As It Should Be with Tamara Jones, is all about refusing to accept inequity so i will talk to people who are out here okay they are out here really thinking about how they are how they want to leave the world as a result of their work and that the time that they've spent 
on this earth. So they're thinking about how they want to make sure that in in whatever area of work they're doing, I talk to people who are in education, accounting, all the things from everything, and they will tell me all the ways that they are centering equity and belonging in their work and making sure that the impact that they are leaving is one that's going to help make the world. I like to say we are helping to recreate the world as it should be. Yes. So Such a yeah. great concept for a podcast. I had the opportunity to listen to the episode where you are being interviewed by someone. And I feel like I know you so much more now that I got a chance to hear that. And what a powerful story you have, breaking those stereotypes, right? And those generational curses on your family. Wow. Yeah, yeah I talked in that episode a ton just about like, my mom really Mm -hmm. because i feel like that is that's really where i get you know i get the i get the pleasure of being Mm -hmm. here in this world from all of her sacrifice and everything that she's Mm -hmm. done um but you know along the way everybody has everybody has had experiences in their life and and it's not i feel like it's not fair that people are judged based on the experiences that they have that they've had and then on top of that the generations that come after them were all pigeonholed based on the experiences that our parents did or didn't have and that ain't okay it's not okay and i'm glad that you're taking a stand for it and saying or showing rather how you've broken those generational curses and how you're telling other people just because this is where we came from or just because you think that this is where we should go from here doesn't mean that that's where we have to go so i appreciated that conversation a lot and i'm so glad that we get to continue that conversation but speaking about it with grace right I say all the time that grace should be tattooed on my forehead because I feel like I'm always telling people as a therapist, telling my clients to give themselves grace. And then also me giving myself some grace because I don't always have it. And so I want to first break yeah. down what does it mean to give grace? And I'll let you answer that question first. Oh, man, for me... I feel like it's allowing yourself to have the space to recognize that you you can't have expectations put on you from other people. Mm -hmm. And you can't walk around and live your life trying to fit in or accomplish other people's expectations. And I know for me, at least, like, I am a recovering people. Okay. (laughs) Like... I am really out here trying to walk in what did I what self assurance that's the that's my word of I'm turning 26 in uh in a few weeks actually by the time this show episode comes out I'm gonna have just ah, turned 26. Happy birthday! <laughs> Thank you. Um, and that's my word of the year for 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 the 26th year of my life is self assurance. Mm-hmm. I'm really like walking in recognizing that I have to. I have to give myself the space to accept and own my own opinion and own what I feel like is right and okay for me, set boundaries and just live by them and live by what I feel like is the vision for my life and not what other people are telling me it should be. I love that. Come on, self-assurance. Yes, (laughs) I I love Grace. I love the idea of, of being there for yourself. 
for me, grace honestly has been giving myself the benefit, right? Give myself the benefit of doubt. I think that a lot of times me, I am a recovering perfectionist. I I say that like I am in the class. Okay. I have gotten a t-shirt and gone back several times. (laughs) But with that, I have learned that I do not have to have all the answers nor do I have to stretch myself so thin to find out what those answers are. That sometimes just enough, just as I am, that's okay. If that's all that I'm capable of doing or being, I have to be okay with that. And that's what grace looks like for me in this moment, in this season in my life. I feel like that's where I am. And so I want to ask y'all, but I know y'all can't hear me. Well, y'all can't see me. I'm treating this as if it's alive right now. I'm so used to doing that. (laughs) But I want want you guys to think about the people who are listening. What does grace mean to you? And since we're going to be on YouTube, type it in the comments. What, What does grace mean to you and how are you showing yourself grace today? Now, when it comes to being a black woman, Tamara, and even a child of immigrants, one of the big things people talk about is legacy. What are, like, what are you doing to leave the world better than the generation that follows? Like, what are you doing while you're here? And how is that going to look for other people once you're gone? I think that is a lot of pressure to put on one person. (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) how are you thinking about the idea of legacy and how are you giving yourself grace because of it i that (laughs) okay oh come through i feel like i feel like black people in general Mm -hmm. um especially in america because i'm not going to speak for other countries but i know here um black people are walking into every space that they're in with that understanding that unspoken and sometimes very loudly spoken understanding that your presence here and what you do here Mm. is going to decide and determine whether or not another black person gets the gets the opportunity to enter this space Mm. and that's too much first of all let's 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 give each other the the acknowledgement to know immediately that know. that is too much <laughs> immediately no <laughs> immediately no and then i feel like as like a first generation and having having my mom have come here as an immigrant and having her having had sacrificed all the things that she did to come here that gives me that added layer of like not only is when i walk into a space am i representing all the black people but i'm also very much i could very much be the only haitian person Mm -hmm. that this that whoever i'm interacting with has ever had any sort of experience with and they then decide based on their experience with me how Mm -hmm. they how what the story that they tell about themselves about Haitian people, the story that they tell to themselves about Haitian people, rather, and that's a lot of pre- all that. It's just a lot of pressure. <laughs> so like, so legacy. I guess all of those things is kind of what I think about when I hear the word legacy. And and so I really, I I try not to. I try not to see any of that as a burden. I know that it's a lot. Like, I know that it feels like a lot of pressure, but I tr- I try personally not to see any of it as a burden because I feel like it's a privilege to be able 
to do the work mm -hmm. that allows the people and the generations that come after me to have a say in what happens to them after this, like what happens to them when they're in a, a space. I feel like it's a privilege for me to be able to give them that voice, mm. give them that space to be able to have that voice. Um, but I give myself grace in that by speaking, honestly, like I feel like because of the fact that, that when you're outside of the community and you don't, you don't ever, you don't ever talk about the fact that my interaction, my interaction with a white woman, she never actually says out loud that she's deciding how she's going to treat other black women based on how she interacts with me, but she is. Mm -hmm. And so I say it, I say it out loud. Like <laughs> I say it out loud in the room, in the moment, because I am not going to put a pressure on myself. Mm. I'm going to put it back on. I'm going to give it back to the person who it belongs to. It's your bias, it's your prejudice that has created this need for the black people who enter this space to have to feel like our representation is a representation of everybody and every single person. Mm -hmm. So why why should I be the only person in this room carrying that? I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it out there on the table and that's giving myself the space and grace that I need to show up and feel confident and feel um, and embrace the privilege that I yeah. have to to help the next generation. I love that. What that sounds like to me is I am taking the responsibility that you've given me, I'm, I'm giving it back. I'm, I'm relinquishing myself of this role to be all of the people for you. No ma'am, no thanks. Not today. I hear that. Never. I think, Keep yes, it. I think that it is, it takes a lot and it is a burden in a sense because how I interact with you, you know, person of non-person of color, how I interact with you should not determine how you interact with the next person that looks like me or vice versa. Like you, how about you just be a good person? How about you give everybody the benefit of the doubt or the grace to say, just because, you know, Sam over here did this doesn't mean I got to hold Jerome accountable for it. Exactly. Like, but we supposed to treat y'all different. You not your ancestors, but we we ours. Make it make sense. Say that. <laughs> I heard, I've been seeing a post go around. I've been seeing a post go around that was said, the problem is the fact that slavery is taught as black history and not white mm -hmm. people's history. Yeah. Like this is the, these are the actions of your ancestors, but it's being taught as if it is the responsibility Ooh, of mine. I we're making it I make think sense. That was a word. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was so good. And I think that giving yourself the grace to say, I don't have to prove myself to you as a, you know, Haitian American, as a black female, as a person, whatever, I don't have anything to prove to you. And I'm gonna give myself the grace to say, take that responsibility away from me, sis. Take the Superman cape off your back. It ain't for you. Keep it. You can have it. Like it's you can have it. I there's a there's a creator that I love, a podcaster mm -hmm. actually that I love, um, whose name is Katrina Stroll. Mm. And their podcast name is Absolutely Not. <laughs> and it's that. all about absolutely not. I'm setting these boundaries yes, and I'm gonna tell you what you are absolutely not allowed to do to me to anybody yeah. else 
Absolutely <laughs> motherfucking not. <laughs> like, my thing is I'll say immediately, no. Like, we're not doing that. I'm not even going to think about it. You're not going to have me mull it over. It, it's going to be a no for me. And it's always going to be a no. Yeah. Say I that. love that. And you deserve yes, it. Yes, you do. Yes. I, Chad, that's a word. That's a word. What's my next question? <laughs> so on your podcast, you talk about some heavy topics. I mean, even the one that I mentioned where you talked about the stereotypes and breaking those generational curses, those things can be heavy. It had me thinking about my own life and my own curses and the things that I've been trying to work on with my family. So Girl, I be thinking about that all the time, man. Like even that one episode, I don't want to re- like, I want you to go ahead. No, no, I think about that all the time. Even that one question. I mean, not that one question, that one episode, mm-hmm. um, where I, I've never been interviewed. I had never been interviewed before, before that, that last episode that I had just put out. And, um, and so this is my first time being interviewed on somebody else's show. So, so thank you, Kier. <laughs> but I, um, I think about that so much with, when it comes to how we've really, how we've really just, I don't even know how to explain it, but I was, I was thinking about how, when I was, when I was a teenager mm-hmm. and as a teenager, people are having these, ha- have already kind of decided what my life is going to turn out like, because, of what my mom has has gone through my mom had a kid when she was 16 my mom um married somebody who ended up being abusive towards her my mom you know got a divorce or whatever whatever the thing is like all of the things that 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 you could list and so we were low income we were a low income family and so as a result of all of that like People will look at my, people looked at me as a 16 year old little girl and said, you're probably going to have a baby by the end of this year. You are probably going to end up really poor. You're most likely going to all of the things, right? Like continue the list. And I'm just like, bruh. Why is it okay for other people to decide what happens Mm. to me? Say that again. I'm sick of it. Like it, and and it's like it's as if I'm just supposed to. I'm just supposed to be okay with that, and I'm absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely. Like, like <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what the question was, but you just mentioned that, and I was just like, "Bruh, that it sits with me a lot when we talk about breaking generational mm-hmm. curses because those things." are not your responsibility. The things that have happened in the past, whether it was your ancestors past or it was your own parent, it's not your responsibility to then go forward and have it put on you that you're gonna repeat everything that has ever happened to anybody that came before you. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. It really really is and when I think about I'm not, you have me thinking now just about my own family and the things that, you know, specifically the women in my family have gone through from, you know, everybody having children before a certain age and things like that. And kind of being looked at as, you know, a huge accomplishment is not having a baby, right? There's so yes. many other things. 
things, you know, like, sure. Yeah, that's the bar. Sure, I didn't have a child, you know, at, at, as a teen or whatever. But do I know how to love myself? Did, did, did I learn that, right? Did I learn financial security or financial education? Do I know these other things too? Like I think a lot of times, especially in the black community, and I can't speak for everybody that's black because some people I know have, you know, different experiences, but from the majority of the clients that I see and the people that I interact with, it always seems like there's such a high regard to, you know, not having sex, staying a virgin, all these things. But it's like, yeah, we did that. But what about all the other stuff that was missed because we were so hyper focused on just that thing it is not my responsibility to make you or anybody else feel better for not having a child or not doing this or putting so much pressure on that one thing i can say as an adult woman that's 29 years old there are other things that i needed and knowing that getting pregnant wasn't a good idea for me did not need to be said or harped on. That was very clear, right? And that was, like, top of the list. But then there was there were other things that, like, were never taught. I, I'm, okay. We got off topic, y'all, but this I'm, is so on point right now. Like, we just go let it, we just go, we, we got to do it. <laughs> I'm 26, right? I'm going to be 26 when this comes out. And I got married when I was 20 years mm-hmm. old. And that, that is... One thing that I feel like all of the things that you were just listing were never even we're never even on we're never even on the topic of conversation mm-hmm. for it was it was literally like the only thing we were being taught is keep your legs closed but there was never there was never like clarity on understanding why how do you how are you going to decide yeah. why but also who are you going to be in this life how wh- how do you want to show up in the world and be as a woman and then on top of that how are you going to figure out who you are as a woman before you become somebody something mm-hmm. somebody's wife somebody's girlfriend somebody's ceo mm-hmm. whatever it is mm, like that's good. i remember watching i remember watching um Oprah did an interview with Beyonce when she was like, she just got married. Beyonce had just got married to um, to to Jay Z, and she was on the Oprah show. And Oprah asked her, she's like, she's like, how does it feel to be a a, a wife now and instead of a girlfriend? And Beyonce goes, my only advice is to make sure that you are, you know who you are, you you have something mm-hmm. of your own before you're somebody's wife. And I ain't even gonna lie, that was some unclear <laughs> advice. It was like, it was some unclear advice. Cause, cause like for real, it sounded like what she was saying was make sure you have your own money mm-hmm. before you're somebody's mm-hmm. wife. But Kiara, to your point, it's, it was all of the things that you were just mentioning. It was like, how are, do you know how to love yourself? Do you know what it is that you see as a vision for your own yes. life before you take on somebody else's vision and try to try to merge them together make sure you even have an idea of what yours mm-hmm. is like it wasn't clear the message was like wasn't nobody teaching this Listen, stuff. 
And you know what? I love my good sis Beyonce. Auntie Beyonce, we love you, girl. Would love to have you here because we got some questions, some follow-up questions to what you said. One of the things that Beyonce has always said that has always rubbed me the wrong way, I think she said it on her homecoming. No. Yeah, I think it was the homecoming Netflix uh documentary oh the special and when she was like you know we all got 24 hours and i was i sat there with that and at first i was like you know what she right we do got 24 hours but sis you have a team and all the people on your team also have 24 hours i only got this one person me with these 124 hours but you have 500 people who can also do whatever you need them to do and you getting a whole bunch of stuff done that was unclear to me it was unclear. why am i waking up at four o'clock in the morning trying to do all the things <laughs> when you can wake up at four o'clock in the morning but your assistant can wake up at 12 and everything that you needed by four o'clock is done you know what i'm saying it was already done it'd be that it'd be that for me it was it, like sis it's <laughs> Somebody connect the dots because if all throughout our life, like y'all, we y'all talking to us when we when we in our teens and earlies and early whatever, and you telling us like, okay, keep your legs closed, make sure you got your own, make sure you whatever, all of the things. But the me- I'm, I, for, can we further? Can we go deeper into this? Can, can we get into the why, yeah. the how? Yeah, I would have. I think that <laughs> like, what I needed when, when I think about this now, not to you know diminish or demean anything that my mom had done because she she did a lot. She did what she knew how to do. But I think that it would have made much more sense because I came from a, a heavy Christian back you know, background. Like we were in church probably four days a week, you know, uh, Wednesday night church, youth group on Thursdays, dance on uh, Saturdays, and then church on Sundays. So I spent a lot of time in the church, not to mention I was, I also went to a Christian school for a good amount of time as well. And so I understand, you know, a lot of things reverted back to, well, the Bible, this Christian background and things like that, you know, Something that I think always stuck with me or what I remember from a child is that you're supposed to save yourself for your husband, right? For your husband. A lot of emphasis was placed on how special, you know, your virginity is and how you should save it for your husband. But I'm a whole person by myself. And what if my desire is not even to be married? I am married, love my husband, but what if that wasn't my desire? Now, who am I saving myself for now? You know, or what's the reason? I think that a lot, too much emphasis is placed on the woman doing something for somebody else. What about me? What am I doing for myself? And why does this matter to me? If it matters, maybe I discover it doesn't matter that much to me. But because it's been placed on me, this burden, right? Not saying that it's right, not saying that it's wrong. But now I have this extra burden on top of being a teenager, on top of having my own feelings and things that I'm trying work out now i gotta hold myself accountable to this higher standard for this imaginary man that i may never meet but i'm holding my that i may never even want myself for him (laughs) for whatever he is i'm holding myself for my husband so nope can't talk to him holding myself for my husband child i cannot talk to you are you my husband no you're not right so much emphasis so much power for a child to have to think 16 one day this gonna be for him 
<laughs> what about me? I feel like that was such a word. That was such a word, what you just said. You said that there is so much emphasis on women doing mm. things and preparing themselves for somebody else, but never figuring out what yes. they are, what they want, how life needs to how life should be how they want their life yes. to be shaped what do they i i was a word. am still figuring all of that yeah. out dog. like i swear i'm i'm a whole wife i am a whole 25 about to be 26 like i am a whole career i have a whole career mm. i am and yet and still there was never a point in time where it was like just figuring that out up until now yes I, and i think that is there, such a powerful realization that you have accomplished all these things right because i think for a marriage isn't a is an accomplishment because it takes a lot of gusto to say you're gonna stick beside this person whoever that person is and take on their garbage too right so that in a sense that is something that's very special would never take away from that but I think it's also a powerful realization to say, I don't have it all yet. Even though I chose to be with this person, I still don't 100% know who I am. And I think that if more emphasis was placed on that first, then a lot of women would take themselves out of a lot of difficult or uncomfortable situations. I thank God for my journey because it allowed me to learn more about who I was before marrying my husband although we were together for about six years before we actually got married we were long distance so I still had a chance to get to know me and even in those six years I can say I really came into my own probably about two years ago I'm almost 30 now I'm 29 Wow. and so it wasn't so I had some realizations going to therapy which I'm a huge advocate for but also realizing that all this time I had been trying to be what society, what my mom, what the folks, whoever said that I should be. And not a lot of time was spent on who I actually was. And when I had a chance to look at myself and see who I was, I said, you know, I don't even like this stuff. This ain't even me. This is not even me. No. Yeah. So to the, to the point of like even little mm -hmm. things, like a hobby. Yeah. You know, like a hobby, like being able to pick up things and figure out what are the things that like fill you mm. up and make you feel re refilled and replenished and just excited, just excited that you, you have to be, you, you have to have time to sit with mm -hmm. yourself to even figure out what any of those things are. Yeah. Real time with yourself, like re really trying to get some understanding for who you are and then giving yourself grace for not knowing. I apologize to myself. I think yes. that trying to be all the things for all the people and that perfectionist spirit that I used to have that I'm working on real hard. I think that <laughs> I had to give myself some grace for that and saying that I didn't have to have all the answers. It's okay that I'm learning, that I'm relearning who I am. I'm really introducing myself to myself for the first time. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I felt that I felt that in my spirit mm. when you said it because it was I felt like you're 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 working on your perfectionist spirit. I'm working <laughs> on giving myself grace for having had that 
people pleaser spirit and still at times like walking in that like at times I still do walk in that like I will see I will see myself choosing things because somebody else because I know somebody else Mm. would like it or choosing things because I don't want to I don't want to feel like I'm doing too much whatever that means like I like I I and and I have to give my like you said I have to give myself Mm -hmm. grace for those things when it when they happen because you're I'm still learning like I talk I talk to myself in the third person all the time I'll be like (laughs) listen to Mara you're still figuring out and it is okay and uh, I need that no I want you to sit in that that's Wait, let me not go therapy on you. Let me not therapize you. But I want you to sit in that for a moment <laughs> because that really is what it's about. This is what grace feels like. This is what it is. Wow. I have not been treating myself in the best way. Let me give myself a little bit of that. I deserve it too. I give it out so freely. I, I give people the benefit of the doubt so freely. Why am I holding myself to this so hard don't I deserve it too wow yeah seriously because I can't you can't expect yourself to know it to 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 know everything Mm. that you need at every moment of time I I'm like recently recently I don't even remember what happened that week I think it might have been the week where um where all the news was coming out, while the news was coming out about the the Haitians mm-hmm. at the border who were being whipped by the by the the law enforcement, and and I was working that week. I was working that week, and I was in. I was working, and I'm like, you know, doing all the things, and I just I I woke up, went straight to work, and just felt drained. Mm-hmm. I felt exhausted, but I'm like, I didn't do anything today. I didn't do anything today. I just, I just been, you know, on this computer, but that first of all, brain working, your brain is doing something. (laughs) And also like you're consuming all of this media. That's just been toxic. And you've been internalizing all of that without even giving yourself the space to talk to yourself about it or talk to somebody Mm -hmm. else about it and how it was hitting you. And, and you just continue to push through your day without giving yourself any space any grace Mm -hmm. and i also didn't even so i and i didn't know like what it would look like for me to give myself space and so i just i just hit up my boss i was just like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna take a step away from the computer for just a couple like just for like an hour or two and then i'll let you know and i didn't come back to work that day i just didn't come back to work that whole day i came back the next day and i was like Yesterday ended up being exactly what I needed because I mm. I did some meditation, I did some yoga, I, I laid in the tub, got some some self-care bath tub stuff yes. happening and, <laughs> and like put on like a, 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 a meditation kind of podcast and laid in there and I was just I was chilling for the mm. whole rest of the day. And that for me was the first time that I had ever recognized what it actually felt like to give myself grace to feel like I wasn't, I didn't have to push past 
what I was experiencing. Yeah. And to like figure you out just how do I give myself back? Like how do I, you know, give give back to myself? How how do I do that? That was yeah. I no lie when you said that I felt that so strongly when you said you didn't have to push past what you were experiencing. How many of us, especially women of color, have to experience those things and have that same feeling, that burden of I got to do it anyway, which is a model of mine to do it anyway, but when it comes to dismissing your own feelings to get it done, immediately no. I'm not going to do that. Absolutely not. And I love how you said that. It was so beautifully worded. I wish that more people, including myself, took a little bit more time to say, I'm going to sit in this, whatever this is, and allow myself to feel my own feelings for once in my freaking life. Can I just feel it? Say that, please. Do that. More importantly, do Mm. that. That was good, Tamira. That was really good. I don't, I don't even know if you realized what you just said, but you said something, girl. Yes. I, okay. I'm glad. I'm glad I could contribute to the realness of this show. <laughs> yes, you can. And I also want to say that that is the beauty of sisterhood, right? Because even though I just met you, I feel like there's an echo. Do you hear the echo? Or is it me? I don't hear it. Is it my, is it, I could turn off my. Now I can't hear it at all. Can you hear me now? Yes. So is it still echoing? Um, it's still echoing? Let's see. No, not, no, it's not. It's not echoing? No, okay. But <clears throat> that's the beauty of sisterhood because just how I just met you today or a couple days ago, right? And we were able to talk just as freely. We were able to relate. And that's why I believe in sisterhood so strongly. I, I don't know where I would be without the women that are in my life that help to have conversations like this. Because with them, they give me all the grace. And I know that I don't have to have it all with them. And so a part of my self-love and my self-care is being able to talk to my girls Okay, and get some understanding about what's going on. So I got my sisterhood shirt on today. Y'all can yes. definitely feel free to purchase one on the For Real and the Sake website. We got these long sleeve t-shirts here for the winter time. We also got regular uh, t-shirts as well. But I love to represent for the sisterhood everywhere I go. And if y'all want to be a part of it, you absolutely can. You are now. If you're watching this, Tamira has joined the sisterhood as well. We out here, okay. <laughs> I love that. That shirt, that that sweatshirt is beautiful. I'm Thank you, girl. One. Get you one, Jeez. girl. <laughs> the beauty behind sisterhood and the beauty behind, for realness' sake, we always like to talk about, share about new ways to show ourselves love. So when you think about the word self love, you think about the actions that you can do. What are some things that you do? For self-love, how do you show love to yourself? Let us know. Oh, that is, oh, that is an awesome question. (laughs) Um, Well, I think one of the things that I'm really starting to practice now is that awareness of when something is too much for me. And allowing myself to step back from it. Because one of the things that you said early on was like, 
a lot of the topics I talk about on my show are heavy, right? Yes. Like, and it's it's heavy, and then it's like existential. Some of it, like, <laughs> like, like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, some of it's like real, real deep, and um. But I also really like to read, right? Like, I really like to read nonfiction books. So it's like I'm talking about these heavy topics and then I'm reading about these heavy topics. And I'm like, oh, this is a little, this is a little too much, right? <laughs> right? And then I just like, I'd be like, I'll tell myself, okay, this is entirely too much, but I know you enjoy reading. Reading is something that you really love to do. So how about we read some young adult fiction fantasy books this week? How about we read about, we read some Jasmine Guillory because she's always on, all about the black yes. romance. Like, how about we like, you know, like how about we read something that is light and fun and that's just going to fill you with joy and fill your spirit and those kind of things. And outside of that, I really, I have gotten so deeply into like really meditation and like podcasts that are really like meditational mm. or like therapeutic kind of shows. Like, I don't know if you watch, um, not watch, but listen to Balanced Black Girl. Yes, I and do actually. Yes, that is, that is it right there. Like that is one of the ones that I will, I will take, I will take with me anywhere mm. because it's really one of those times when you kind of feel in, you feel in community mm -hmm. with another black woman and you feel in community and, and you're able to just relax and, and listen to those kind of things. And, and of course, like spending buku time with my husband and we just be going hiking and get going in the woods and going on mountains. Okay, black people in the woods. I love hiking. <laughs> Come on, y'all in the woods. <laughs> bought i bought him um a katana which is like a sword and he'll like take it and take his ass into the woods and like swap swap around with his with his swords or whatever in the woods girl in the woods a black man with dreads in the woods with a sword like what are you even listen, listen my husband would never okay never <laughs> Wow. Oh, yeah. So I think that right now is really how I'm I'm thinking about showing myself love, giving myself space when I know that something is too much for me, like actually acknowledging it and taking that, um, taking the space and then really just doing things that, that are fun, like genuinely just 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 yeah. innocently fun, like just actually genuinely fun. <laughs> I like that. I think that that is a way to encompass both self-love and self-care. Giving yourself the time and the grace and then doing something in replacement for whatever the heavy thing is that you might have done or used to do. So I love that. Love yeah. that for you. <laughs> I think that I show Thank myself you. some self-love aside from giving myself all the grace is recognizing when I need a break. I think that is huge for me. Even with taking a break from the podcast, which I didn't want to do, I think I felt so overwhelmed um, about being on YouTube, about being um, still trying to keep up with the podcast episodes, about being a whole therapist in these Tampa streets and holding space for everybody else trying to get my house together with redecorating and things like that. It just felt like so much. 
And I said, you know what? I needed to take a break. And sadly, it was the podcast that had to take a little pause. But in doing so, I feel so much more clarity, even in being able to talk to you. And I also wanted to say thank you because I was going to be on break probably until December. But you reached out to me through email saying that you wanted to be on the podcast and that just talking to you for those 30 minutes that we spoke really motivated me and got that spark back. So I want to say thank you so much for making making it okay for me to take a break and also holding space and letting me know that I can come back whenever I want and still be right on track like I always was. So I appreciate you, Tamara, for that. Absolutely. I want to encourage you to take any space that you need because the world needs you here for as long as we have the privilege of having you. And every break and space that you need, I want you to take it because as soon as you are ready to come back, we will be here cheering you on. Thank you. You're not going to make me cry. The folks on the podcast know I will cry in a minute and it is not happening today. Okay. (laughs) Uh, you look real good today with all that like Girl, yes you come through them braids is fresh it's, so like, fresh. it's the it's <laughs> it's honestly the lighting i think but yes shout out to lee braids she always does such a great job on my hair if you in tampa you know y'all come get your hair done by lee braids <laughs> this has been one of the most easiest conversations i've had in a while tamira thank you so much for blessing us with your presence your knowledge your sisterhood and that glow honey because you are glowing okay <laughs> thank you you know dermatologists yes. and whatnot they are a blessing <laughs> come on clear skin okay <laughs> Tamira, let us know where we can find you. Tell them where to find your podcast and your Instagram, girl. Oh, okay. Well, you can find me literally any and everywhere uh, by just looking for my name, Tamara Jones. I know that it is not the easiest name to spell, but (laughs) TamaraJones.com, T-H-A-M-A-R-R-A-H, Jones dot com all the things are there you can look for me on instagram at tamara jones you can look for me on linkedin um and yeah please be in community i I would love to have you yes thank you again all right y'all that's all i got youtube i will see you on the next one if you're listening on the podcast on apple spotify google play pandora iHeartRadio and now Amazon. Thank you so much for listening, y'all. We are like 90 downloads away from 10,000 downloads. Oh my so gosh, please that's amazing. Run it up, run it up, y'all. I am so appreciative of everybody who has even taken a moment to subscribe, listen, share this video, my podcast. I'm so appreciative and we're only going up for here. I could not have been here without you guys. I'm so appreciative. So more is on the way. Tamira, thank you again for getting me back on track, girl. And I wish you all the best. I know that this is only the beginning for you and I. So see you on the next one.